Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. The journey far from over. Heavy I'm obsessed with this game. Enough is never enough. Jalen Hurts, what a run! Touchdown! It's about taking it to another level. The only direction is to rise. Makes the catch! It was fun. Everybody in their opinions, they don't deposit at the bank. Keyshawn, Jay, Will, and Max on ESPN Radio. Harry Douglas in for Key and Jay today, and we are joined by Coach Rex Ryan. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning, Max. Good morning. You, you see, I mean, listen, Jalen Hurts, I got to give it to Howie Roseman. He took him in the second round when he had Wentz because you could see Wentz was going backwards. Oh, it's just because Wentz might get hurt. You don't take a quarterback in the second round after you give a guy $100 million unless you start to worry. Takes him in the second round. Builds around him, makes him the guy, brings in Minshew, but like that's the backup. Jalen Hurts is a starter. There's no quarterback controversy. Puts piece by piece around him, and then the the, the finishing touch. Now we're going to get him AJ Brown. We're going to get him the number one risk. Let's see what he can do. And I keep saying my big fear with him was he's everything I like except he's not seeing the middle of the field. And week one he didn't see it. I was like, oh, I I, I don't know about this guy. Like let's see. It. By that, it took him one week with A.J. Brown to get over that. He has been a complete quarterback since then. Coach, we've been talking about it. This is Keyshawn J. Willemax coming to you live from the Seaport, brought to you by a great goose. We've been talking about it this morning. Harry believes Jalen Brown is the MVP of the league so far. He is Jaylen now Hurts favored. Who did I say? Jalen Brown. Jalen Hurts. Don't you dare. Because I said A.J. Brown. Yeah. I said I just yeah. AJ. Yeah, that's it. Of the AJ. National Football League's name again, Max although, <laughs> although it does bring up the point. He got his ace receiver. Yeah. He's great. Every Tua gets his. He's great. You take away Devontae from Rodgers. He doesn't look the same. You know who looks the same? Patrick Mahomes. Don't I know him, he's got Kelsey, but he doesn't have Tyree Kill. I say Mahomes is the MVP. Harry Douglas says Jalen Hurts is the MVP. Who's the MVP? Jalen Hurts. And the reason I say Jalen Hurts is the MVP of the league is his teams, I mean, they have the best record in in all of football. I have never, ever seen a quarterback make the strides that Jalen Hurts has made. I remember when he came out, look, I was killing every one of you. I I would get, hey, Josh Allen's going to be the man. Baker Mayfield's overrated. All these type of things. I, I went wrong on my initial beliefs about these quarterbacks, except this guy. I was wrong on Jalen Hurts because I, I questioned whether he had the NFL skill set to be a starting quarterback. I knew he'd play, but I never knew if he actually had the starting skill set. I never thought he was accurate enough throwing the football. And well, he wasn't back then, Coach. No, but he wasn't. And the thing is, and, and I love where people say, well, you can't improve accuracy on a quarterback. The hell you can't. Case in point, Jalen Hurts. Uh, but the strides he's made are unbelievable. I don't – like, when you're talking about uh, the Eagles and how committed they were to Jalen Hurts, so true. They did put the pieces around him. They wanted to find out, is is he really the guy? Well, guess what? He, he answered that one. Yes, he is. And Patrick Mahomes, I get it. He's – Maybe the greatest talent that we that I've ever seen play the position, but this year 
this year Jalen Hurts deserves this, this award. And I'll tell you, one of the greatest things about, you know, Sundays when we're able to watch games together and, you know, talk amongst each other, me, you, and RC was able to talk yesterday, man, is like when Jalen Hurts in this offense, right, when they get into a second and 17, and you've seen yesterday, they had a second and 20. Yeah. The offense, Jalen Hurts never wavers. They believe that much, number one, in their quarterback. They believe that much in their offense that they're going to overcome that adversity at any given time. What do they do? Hit hit uh, A.J. Brown for a slant for 19 yards. Now it's third and one. They convert to third and one. Now they're moving on going down for a touchdown. He has never wavered. I haven't seen him have a bad, a bad game this nope. year yet. The game they lost against the Washington Commanders. The Commanders played keep away. But the plays, the negative plays that the Eagles had weren't his fault. He played a hell of a game. Yeah, no, absolutely. Harry's point, which I think is a good, very strong, I think your strongest point, actually, Harry, is that Hertz has been totally consistent. No bad games, right? Right. And and you're asked to steer the ship. That's what he's doing. You need it on the ground. You need it through the air. Whatever you need. And he's a leader and all that. This is why I say Patrick Mahomes is the MVP. And by the way, I think it's clear cut. Look at the rosters of these teams. Front to back in the preseason, it was the Bills in the AFC, the Eagles in the NFC. What are the Eagles missing? Howie Roseman put a juggernaut together, right? Right. And as good as Hurts has been, Patrick Mahomes is consistently overcoming the play of the defense. Why does he have more interceptions than he usually has this year? He's got to take certain chances that that a guy like Jalen Hurts does not have to take. And yet his QBR, and the funny thing about putting interceptions up here, is QBR takes all that into consideration. His QBR is almost like eight, seven, eight points higher than Jalen Hurts for a reason. He makes great decisions in spite of the interceptions. He makes impossible plays that no one else probably in the history of football would make. Mm -hmm. Like, he's carrying this team. Maybe my eyes are confusing me. Did did I look like Jalen Hurts was better this year, according to that chart? Can y'all put that chart back up? Can y'all put that chart back up for me? I'm going to make sure my eyes aren't deceiving me. So, past TDs, he's first. Mahomes. Yards per attempt, he's second. QBR, which takes into account the interceptions. Not only that, but the leverage, the moment in the game that it happened, all that. Mm -hmm. He's 28th. but, but, But QBR is first. He's first. Yeah, how about how about putting some rushing touchdowns up there? How about how about but he doing can run, he can run them in though. I'm, like, I'm see I'm, that, Rex Ryan coming here today is the best thing that happened that, because what I tried to explain to him, I understand Patrick Mahomes is phenomenal, but what you can't take away from Jalen Hurts is his ability to run the football and the defense has to account for him in the run game. Yeah, that's 100%. another that's a whole other dimension of the game. Yeah, this guy has tailback skills. It's crazy. Like how, how many quarterbacks? actually have legitimate tailback skills. He does. And, you know, what's he thrown over 20 touchdowns, and he's run for over 10 touchdowns. Uh, How many times does that happen in NFL history? I'm not sure, but not very often. And so, to me, that's a stat we don't put on there. You know, you're, that doesn't affect your QBR rating. Doesn't affect all that. You know what it does affect? I think it does, actually, yeah. but yeah, I might be wrong Maybe. about that. Yeah. But <laughs> it's, uh, it, it, it's your win total. That's what it affects. But but Mahomes on a on an inferior roster has three losses. See, we got, it's we hard gotta, to say inferior th- roster. Thank you, right Rex, because he keeps know? saying this. Ro- you you want to go the Chiefs man for man with the roster. Eagles? Look top to bottom well, on I the can, Eagles. Where are they? Well, I think first off, both these teams have great offensive lines. Yeah. Right. Isn't it funny? Say it how, one more time, though, Rex. Say it one know, more time. Say it one more time. Both these teams have great offensive lines. It's Check. the truth. Check. All right. They have. They have Travis Kelsey over here is pretty good. Check. You know, and then these other receivers, everybody told me they don't need Tyreek Hill. 
They, but, but that's because they have Check. some homes. You know well, who, they do have to. But, exactly but, right. But, but, but that's my speed. They have all that stuff. My point is when you take, and I get that Kelsey's the guy who keeps the chains moving, right? But when you take the wide out, the number one wide out away from the quarterback, right. no matter who it is, Tom Brady, right. without, Ev- without Godwin Evans, boy, that doesn't look the same. Aaron Rodgers without Devontae, ugh, that's ugly. You, t- you give Tyreek to Tua. He's a new man. Right. You give A.J. Brown to J- – you know who's immune to that? Patrick Mahomes, you take Tyreek Hill away, having the greatest receiver season ever. The dude's leading the league in QBR by 10 points. Like, and his team is 10-3, and three, coach. I this know. is the year of Josh Allen. This is the year of Lamar Jackson. This is the year of Justin Herbert. And meantime, Mahomes is sitting there on 10 wins. Yeah, so what you're trying to say, Max, let me see if I'm getting this right. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes basically is Michael Jordan. You can give him the award every single year. And we're trying to give it to Charles Barkley. Yes! Is that what you're yes! trying to say here? I'm trying yes! to figure it out in yes! things like that. But in my opinion, today's game, there, it's, it's more than just throwing, you know, throwing the football, how you do it. It's, it's the end results. In, in today's game, you want those dual run-pass guys. I think Jalen Hurts has been absolutely over the top. It's funny because he and Josh Allen, I said the Eagles and the Bills, a lot of similarities. Guys mm-hmm. with raw tools. Let's see if it can develop, right? Yeah. Um, and, the, and, and the GMs both put them in situations, allowed them to grow, allowed them to learn, and then eventually brought in that top digs and, and, and uh, uh, A.J. Brown for, for Hertz. And in both cases, they became MVP, phenomenal level players. Right. But Hertz is actually doing more winning than Josh Allen right now. Well, he is, but I, I'm going to say this. Their offense... Um, they're way better than the, the the Bills' offense. To me, there's no creativity in that offense. And they don't run the football. If they don't, if look, Josh Allen, you could put him probably in these other teams, and he would be the the, the guy the who would guy, win yeah. this award. But right now, no creativity whatsoever in that Buffalo offense. That's why it's taken Josh out of this MVP question. And, you know, and my only concern for Buffalo coming into the season was how much they were going to miss Brian Dayball. They're that, missing him right, right now. I mean, the Giants have no talent on the team other than Saquon Barkley. They're 7-5-1. They're how does this happen, right? Like, Dayball... With, with the 26-rated defense and a 22nd-rated offense, coaching matters still. Co- coaching matters. Rex yeah. Ryan, ESPN NFL analyst, Super Bowl 35 champion. Thank you, Coach. Jalen Hurts, first quarterback in NFL history to run for double-digit touchdowns in back-to-back seasons. We want you to weigh in. Who you got for MVP, Hertz or Mahomes? Plus, Harry Douglas is going to explain why this quarterback is as good as advertised. Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. I have a first start against the GOAT. It's going to be pretty cool. He made a ton of plays, made the plays that were there, made a lot of plays that weren't there. I see a quarterback that's really comfortable with what they're doing in San Francisco, like a guy that looks like he's been coached by Kyle Shanahan for more than one year. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit... Your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. 
With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Harry Douglas in for Key and Jay today. It's brought to you by Geico. Switch to Geico today and see all the ways you could save. And this is going to be obviously Key Observations with Harry Douglas. You ready? I'm ready. Let's start with number one. Number one. I'm going to go to the Baltimore Ravens defense. The way they played yesterday in a rivalry game against the Pittsburgh Steelers, there was a lot of physical contact. But in particularly, uh, particular, I'm going to go with Roquan Smith. The way he played, six tackles, one sack, an interception, two pass uh, disruptions. But not only that, he put Kenny Pickett out of this ball game and forced Mitch Trubisky to come in. That defense came up with three interceptions. You look at Marcus Williams, he was back. Patrick Queen got an interception, and I already uh, mentioned Roquan Smith. So I'm going to go the Baltimore Ravens in their defense. Number two. I'm going with Jalen Hurts. And Jalen Hurts is my number one candidate to win the MVP award this season. A guy who's completing 68% of his passes, over 3,100 yards, 22 touchdowns, to only three interceptions. <clears throat> Patrick Mahomes threw three yesterday in one game alone. You talk what? about 686 yards rushing, 10 touchdowns. <laughs> Jalen Hurts is on the best team in the National Football League, and he's the best player in the National Football League this year. I think the only quarterback or the first quarterback to have back-to-back rushing 10 uh, touchdowns in a season. Mm -hmm. Jalen Hurts has been phenomenal. Number three. I'm going with Brock Purdy. You say Mr. Irrelevant, I'm going to go with he is relevant. The way he played, not only in the game yesterday, but the week prior to when Jimmy Garoppolo got hurt, he looked like the guy that belonged. I love the fact that his offensive tackle and Trent Williams said, this young man commands the huddle. He'll get on you if you're not doing what you're supposed to do. He balled out yesterday. The moment wasn't too big for him, and the San Francisco 49ers still look like they can contend for a Super Bowl. Number five. Number four. We're going to go with number, number four. Number four. <laughs> number four. Number four. Number four, for me, the NFC South. You, you look at this division, and with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers losing yesterday – Every single team in that division is still activated. From the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to the New Orleans Saints to the Carolina Panthers to the Atlanta Falcons. And another thing that's dynamic about that division is that you look at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, you don't know who their quarterback is going to be next year. You look at the Atlanta Falcons, they're still trying to figure out who their quarterback is going to be next year. The Carolina Panthers, they don't know who their quarterback is going to be next year. And then the New Orleans Saints, they don't know who their quarterback is going to be next year. All of these teams right now at this moment, they're still activated and can win the NFC South. Number five. Justin damn Herbert. 
in a game that got flexed to Sunday night football against Tua Tungavaloa, a guy who was picked one pick ahead of him. And a lot of people were saying that they wished the Miami Dolphins would have picked Justin Herbert. He showed up and showed up last night. The most completions that, he, that he's ever had in a football game, 39, threw for over 300 uh, yards in that game, and really made the plays with his legs, with his arm, to put his team over the hump and get a win and keep their playoff hopes alive, Max. Well, uh, that he did. He, I mean, <laughs> Herbert's whole thing is can he lead his team to, to victory, yeah. you know, right? He, he has the stuff. Coach was just talking about John Elway, Rex Ryan, and how, like, just physically the tools. I always felt, like, more like Marino because he's a passing machine. But they broke the mold with Justin Herbert is not 6'3". He's 6'6", and can move, and has, I think, the best deep, in terms of the accuracy on the deep ball, it's the best I've ever seen. You know, honestly, I'm just thinking, like, maybe it's just because it's the most recent, but damn, right? He's And now he's making quick decisions and... He's the real deal. Now, I will say this about Justin Herbert, too, because I know we talk a lot about how Joe Burrow has that, you know, that attitude and, you know, Patrick Mahomes has that killer instinct as well. And a lot of people want to see that from Justin Herbert. Trust me, I have heard coaches tell me, man, listen, either you're born with certain things or you're not. He's not the type of player that you can just, you know what, he's going to rah, rah. Yeah, have that, that killer instinct. He plays the way he plays, and we just got to accept it. Yeah, cool hand Luke, yeah. man, actually. Relax, man. Yeah, he, he, because he's got the goods. Man, I love me some Justin Herbert. If it wasn't for the existence of Patrick Mahomes and Joe Burrow, I'd be like, that's the dude right there. But I got him. I'd take him after those two guys over anyone else. Keyshawn J. Willemax, Harry Douglas in for Key and J. That was Key Observations brought to you by Geico and Harry Douglas doing Key Observations. So who you got for MVP? 888-SAY-ESPN, 729-3776. Wait, is this the John in Texas who hates Dak Prescott? Go ahead, John. Yeah, hands down, Jalen Hurts. Revisit Lamar Jackson when he won the MVP. This QBR ratings, you have to include a running quarterback in today's game. And Jalen Hurts this year, hands down, is the MVP. No question about it. You know who has Thank more you for total taking my call. Thanks, John. You know who has more total touchdowns between Herbert and Mo, uh, between Mahomes and Hurts, even when you count in all the rushing touchdowns, right? Because it's not like Mahomes doesn't have any rushing touchdowns. He has two rushing touchdowns on top of the thirty-three he has thrown. Two plus thirty-three. I didn't major in math, but it seems to me <laughs> that that is thirty-five. It's eleven more than uh, Jalen Hurts. Wait, Jalen Hurts so is you know. twenty-two. Includes all the rushing touchdowns? No, no, no. no passing touchdowns. Passing. passing touchdowns. Eleven more. The quarterback, right? Yeah, but eleven more total, passes. It doesn't, but it doesn't saying, matter. It doesn't matter how you get him in the air through on the ground. It doesn't matter. The fact is, he has more touchdowns. Period. And by the way, they need them more because the team is not as good. You know what I love the most about Jalen Hurts, though, too? Yeah. Take care of the football. So does Mahomes. Mahomes had three interceptions. Did they win in a game? Yeah, but but. If the Denver Broncos had any slight of offense, they would have lost that Dude, game yesterday. But if Mahomes wasn't up 27 nothing, he wouldn't have thrown the interceptions. In other words, <laughs> Get out in of other words all that stuff plays into it. But the bottom line is, think about Mahomes for a second. He comes into the league. First time he starts, they have not, not hosted the AFC Championship game since then. 50 touchdowns in the MVP as a rookie. Should have been in the, in the Super Bowl. Should have won the Super Bowl. But, but you know... A pre-snap penalty gives Tom Brady back the ball. They go to the Super Bowl. 
Then he's then he wins the Super Bowl, wins Super Bowl MVP <laughs> next year. Then he's back at the Super Bowl, no offensive line. He loses. Then he's back at the AFC Championship game. Can now ask, he's leading the league in everything. Yeah, go ahead. Did he have guys around him then? Since he doesn't have them of now, of course. But but he's never had a great defense. No, I'm just, I'm just listen. But he's they never had have, a great they, they've defense. Had players, they've had players. Listen, they have players on defense. It's just I'm not too high on their <laughs> on defensive corner, yeah. Steve Spagnuolo. I mean, he, he, he he's been, in bad situation. He's been the D coordinator, of Super Bowl winner, you know, yeah. like with the Giants. But I hear what you're saying. The bottom line is Mahomes has never had a great defense. Usually, quarterbacks who win the Super Bowl, one or you know, especially if they get back there all the time. They have a defense. They have a great defense. This is the only dude I can think of, never has a great defense, <laughs> lives in the AFC Championship game. Dennis in Delaware, you're on with Keyshawn, J. Willemax, Harry Douglas in for Key and J today. Jack, good morning, guys. Thanks for taking my call. And Harry, I'm still rocking the candle, especially during the holiday season. Hashtag but free listen, the candles, I'm, baby. Yeah, I'm going, to, I'm going with Mahomes. I mean, he's so spectacular. I mean, uh, and without Tyreek Hill... Those two touchdown passes yesterday were absolutely spectacular, and he's got all the numbers. Patrick's the guy. I hope that Kansas City plays the Eagles in the Super Bowl, and the winner of the Super Bowl, the winning quarterback, should get the uh, MVP. That's the way I say it. I hear you, Dennis. Hey, hey, Harry, here's the thing. I don't think he won't say it now. Here's the the thing. Here's the thing, Harry. Um, Coach says, so basically you're saying Mahomes is Michael Jordan, and now we got to give the MVP (laughs) to Charles Barkley. Right. Let me tell you why. No one's Jordan, but Mahomes is the closest thing in football that we've seen so far. Because Jordan, eyeball test, when he first turned pro, that's the best we've ever seen. Let's face it, it was just different than anything ever, right? Then you look at the numbers. All the numbers say that's the best ever. When you dig deeper into the analytics, not just the top numbers, right, points and all that stuff, the analytics all said, that's the best player ever. Then the question was, but could he win? He won more than anyone ever, right? Like when, when he, anytime he had an all-star with him, he won a championship in under seven. So every single thing says that's the best ever. Mahomes came around to a sport, never had that. You had Brady, who early on had the most team success, but wasn't putting up those crazy Peyton numbers, right? And then you had guys like Peyton or Rodgers put up crazy numbers, but the team success wasn't like Brady. Mahomes doing both. And, like, the eyeball test tells you, whoa, heavens, that's better than anything I've ever seen. Then you look at the numbers, and you go, yup, better than anything I've ever seen. Then you look at the, at the team's success, you go, yup, better than, like, Harry, the shovel pass that he threw yesterday on the run, Max. the no-look shovel pass, it just looks different. It, 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 it was unbelievable, and, and all I can say is, wow, <laughs> like, not, not many people can actually make a ton of plays like Patrick Mahomes makes. And that's what makes him so good, this? man. You- no look! <laughs> <laughs> he's, you know who he is? He's a smart Brett Favre. Right? Like, he's, yeah. he's having fun and electrifying. Way better than Brett Favre Way does. better. Uh, he's electrifying everybody and having fun and just looking more electric than everyone. And he doesn't steal from people in Mississippi. Exactly. No welfare fraud or anything like that. But, but he's also, he's, he went, it's all that stuff plus his team is winning. And by the way, in terms of the interceptions, let's just get this out of the way for a second. He's 60 and 16 lifetime as a quarterback in the regular season. Then with all the postseason success, you know what is lifetime? 184 touchdowns to 48 interceptions. Lifetime. Mm. He's given you close to a 5 to 1 TD to interception ratio on his career. On his career. I, 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 I love it. And 
this whole conversation, I'm going to go back and say Jalen Hurts is my MVP. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, lo- actually, I love it. I love all the Mahomes talk, but Jalen Hurts right now is my MVP of the National Football League. The man is playing at an all-time high. He Listen, I'm not worried about the Philadelphia Eagles from a quarterback perspective. Uh, and you can argue he's been the best quarterback in the NFC, definitely, and the AFC this season. The, here's your most persuasive argument to me that you made last time we did on Friday. No. You can't penalize Hurts for the team around him, right? Okay. Even though I'm giving Mahomes extra credit in a relative sense for the team around him, even though he is on a good team but not as good as Hurts. But that's what you can ask from Hurts is do every single thing that team needs to always win. He is doing that. He has been the most consistent quarterback, who has taken the best care of the football, has also made spectacular plays. And and so if you want to say, I'm not penalizing Hurts for doing everything the team needs, I can't really argue that. All I can tell you is I think the best objective argument matches up with what my eyes tell me, which is what's Mah- what that's Mahomes. But your argument along those lines is very sound for Hertz. That's why it's going to be very interesting to see who actually gets this award. Who you got for MVP? 888-SAY-ESPN-729-3776. Mahomes or Hertz, or do you have someone else? Keyshawn, J. Will and X. I have some familiarity with Jalen. He is one of the best competitors I've ever been around. Hertz, quarterback draw, straight up the gut to the five, and easiest pie into the end. This guy is the CEO of this football team. This guy's the limit. Keyshawn, J. Willemax, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80. We're on the ESPN app. Harry Douglas is in for Key and Jay, and it's Monday morning. Dan Dan Orlovsky in with us. (laughs) What's up? What's going on, Dan? You guys got an upgrade today? Monday morning upgrade? (laughs) (laughs) So so as I was just telling Harry, so the debate rages this morning. Mahomes or Jalen Hurts for MVP. And as I just told Harry, the, I, I like Mahomes. I think eyeball test numbers, doing more with less. We can get, as Rex Ryan said, bored with giving the same guy the MVP, though he hasn't won it. He's won it once. or uh, And do what we did with Jordan. Hey, here, Charles Barkley, Carl Malone. Hey, here's yeah. your turn. Or we could just give it to the best player who's playing the best. Just get to the point and ask the man well, the, the point, question. You're trying to convince the man no, 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 about the point who is, you're choosing. Harry, well, I'm leading to your point. Harry's point is that Harry. you can't. you can't penalize essentially hurts for doing everything right even if he's on this great team where are you on this mvp oh, debate yeah two or three weeks ago i said there was four it was a four-man race and tua and joe burrow were in there i think tua because the past two weeks has probably fallen off into that conversation as the other three guys joe burrow patrick Mahomes, and jalen hurts have surged I was actually with my family yesterday or my wife's family in philadelphia yesterday um and they were all like what do you mean you want to put Jalen Hurts as your MVP right now? I was like, no, if I had to give it to someone today, I would probably give it to Joe Burrow because of the way that he has ascended through this season with everything that's around him. And then yesterday goes and beats the Browns without a starting tailback, starting tight end, and number two and number three receiver. Um, but I will say this. It's hard for me to justify not having Jalen as number one. It really is right now. I think... I could say this about Jalen Hurts. He is the most improved passing quarterback I've ever seen in my life. But Josh Allen. Jo- that was a myth, a made-up myth of Josh coming out of college. Josh was never a poor passer. He was never an inaccurate guy. That was just people looking at numbers and going, oh, this is the case. If you watch the games in every single snap, you didn't sit there and go, 
and misses throws. Like, oh no. man, that accuracy is. And off. you were saying it's, that with Jalen Hurts. You just, yeah, there was, there was. I mean, he was benched in college five years ago because of it, yep. you know, and then four years ago, it still wasn't good enough. And his ability to make really impressive placement throws versus tight coverage right now is as good as anybody in the NFL. It, it, uh, it's hard for me to put not to put Jalen at one. It's hard for me not to put Patrick at one, and it's hard for me not to put Joe at one. I think the the next month is going to determine which one of those guys wins it. But Jalen is not. He's not two. He's not two in that conversation. Harry, no, he's not two. He's not two at all. But I will, I, will, I do want to touch on this. When when you talked about Josh Allen, though, right, um, and the misconceptions on people, I think the thing with Josh Allen, the dark cloud is the decision-making, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think, is, is that fair to say? Like, when to, you know, go I think, to his check down, when yeah. to not force the football in certain parts of the field because you believe in your arm talent so much. I think it's it's there's it's, it's fair to question, um, but there's always whys. You know, Josh is in this world right now, and, and I don't think, I don't know if anybody necessarily agrees with me, I don't believe that Buffalo's offense and really their offensive line is that great. Rex just said the same thing. I don't think it's that great of a unit. And Josh sometimes gets into that mode of, like, I'm going to carry this football team, carry this offense. Also, the Jets' defense is phenomenal. It's a very, very, very good defense, and the weather yesterday was tough. But for Josh, yeah, so I think the Bills right now are living in this world, and it's not an easy like answer. It's toe the line between how can we and mainly Josh be a little bit more efficient in completion driven on first and or second down, but also making sure that you don't take away like I want to go be a big time playmaker from them because yeah. they live in third and hope right now. Third and let's hope the quarterback's a freakazoid and th- and he uh, oftentimes is. But there's times when you he if because think about here you know it's like you go for two or three straight series like that and you don't get the third down and eleven because the quarterback doesn't make some great play. You're like we haven't scored in. A quarter and a half. And so uh, that, that's where Buffalo is right now. Is Quarterback masks some of the deficiencies. Quarterback helps some of the deficiencies. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I want to get back to Mahomes for a second. See, I feel like what Rex Ryan said is right on the money. Mahomes is Michael Jordan. Yeah, He has had, so, by so far, the greatest start to any career in NFL history when you combine team and individual performance, right? Because Brady had all the team performance, but wasn't like this. Right. And Peyton, once he got rolling, had all these numbers, but didn't have this kind of team success. Mahomes is a combination of both. Mahomes, you put your eyes on him, you go, that's the best who ever lived. I, that, come on, no one's ever been as good as that, right? And then you Not look at the numbers. Lifetime. Right. And then you look at the numbers and you go, oh, the numbers say also that's the best ever. And then you look at the team's success and you go, oh, wait a minute. That says also he's right up there. My only pushback to Max. No, my only pushback to. to so we're looking this, to Max. give it to other guys, no, like you with the Burrow thing. I, I don't know. I don't. <laughs> I think love Burrow, but I, come on. I don't think we're looking to give it to other guys. Patrick's the best player in the on the planet, and that hasn't changed for like four years now. But at some point, there is opportunity to reckon, like acknowledge and recognize. My goodness, how good have those other guys been too? It can't just be well, Patrick by himself. While we can do both, everyone, we can continue to say and praise how great Patrick is and give him his right and do just, while also saying, 
Man, the way Jalen Hurts is playing is special. And this is coming from a guy who thought it was crazy for the Eagles to move on and go to him. The way that Joe Burrow is playing. Joe Burrow beat so an NFL team award. yesterday with nobody. I Listen, Joe, if I could, everyone looked at me sideways. I think you were one of the people. When I said at the start of the season, if I can't have Patrick Mahomes, I want Joe Burrow. I never looked at you Well, but people, because it's Josh Allen, it's this one, it's that one. I'm like, yeah, but you know what? I just take, Joe Burrow gives me the feeling sure. that a lot of guys are going to have excuses but while we he's be able to in the do playoffs. Both. We, right? we have to be but able why, to do both. Why, why can't we just acknowledge how special Jalen Hurts and Joe Burrow are without pretending that Mahomes ain't the MVP? No, but, but here's the thing, though. It, it's something to be said, though, Max, in the National Football League, for your team to be the best team in the National Football League, 11-1, you're completing 68% of your passes, 3,100 yards, 22 touchdowns to three interceptions. Yeah. And then you rush for over 680 yards and 10 touchdowns. It, it, you can't ignore that. My, you can't my, just I mean, say, Harry's you don't give pers- Patrick Mahomes the MVP and then say Jalen Hurts well, hasn't been balling out this I mean, he, season. He has right. been balling out, but I'll just point out, Mahomes has more touchdowns, a much higher QBR. He's doing more with less in terms of talent, et cetera, et cetera. I think Harry's most persuasive argument for Hurts, I'm unconvinced by the Burrow argument, although the season's not over. Like, let's wait. He beat Mahomes. You're unconvinced by the Burrow argument? I'm unconvinced by it because I think you have to take the, the season in totality <laughs> and Burrow got out the gate slower than those guys. Dude but, didn't play a single snap in the preseason. Okay, but that's all right. Fine. There's a difference saying how good a guy is and who's the MVP in terms of what they've actually done. But right? Jalen Hurts has been the most consistent. That's the argument in the National Football League this season. Yeah, he hasn't I, had a bad the, game. At you know all. what might hurt? That's Jaylen the argument that, that is. And I and I, this is what I said in the offseason, and it's not meant to be a knock. It's the easiest place in the NFL to play quarterback this year, Philadelphia. It's the easiest place. Now, credit Jalen. He's playing MVP level. I just said he's not two. But it's the best offensive line, the most athletic offensive line. You got an absolute rock star at number one. Your number two is talented to be a number one. You got a top five tight end, best run game in football, and a defense that gives up 20. <laughs> On all levels of the team. Like, they, I don't want to hold that against him because Harry's most persuasive argument, as I said, is whatever. He's doing it perfectly. You know, like if you're steering the ship perfectly, that should not be held. Here, but here's, here's the reality. Here's the reality. Jalen Hurts on Christmas Eve will have the opportunity. It, 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 this is like the Heisman That's Trophy. That's the deciding factor right, right. there. This against is the, the Dallas Cowboys and that defense. For sure. It, it's, it, you know, we hear, we hear the college football, the Heisman moment. Jalen is going to have national television. It's going to be Christmas Eve. It's going to be in Dallas. They're going to give him the MVP in that case. Right. Because <laughs> I think he's going to win that he's game. Gonna have the op- I don't know what Patrick's end of the season schedule is like. My guess is they're going to play the Chargers at some point. I don't think they've played him twice yet, but like Jalen is going to have his moment. Joe's probably going to have his opportunity too. That's this is the second year in a row where we like the end of the season is littered and loaded with teams that are still in it, players that are still in it. Essentially for the MVP race, Jalen will have his moment. Christmas you know what Eve. I love about all three of these guys. You definitely get the feeling about all three is they care about the Super Bowl MVP, right? Like, yeah. like the regular season MVP is like whatever. I don't get the feeling that any of these guys are thinking about. The, they're thinking about the big picture. You know what so, else is cool about them? All uh, three of them have been doubted. Yeah. Well, Ejon J. Willemax. Really quick, the Chiefs, they finished the season with four teams who are not even in the playoff race right now. Houston Texans, Seattle, Denver, in Vegas. So, so when they no, beat them all, you'll have an excuse. So no star defense. They're like, no, yeah, he's not going to have his potential moment, quote unquote. Jalen might. Yeah, yeah, he's done that already. He's yeah. already had all those moments. Four years. Yeah. Dan Orlovsky, ESPN football analyst. Thank you, Dan, as always. Which team left 
Week 14 with more questions than answers. From your radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Radio. Or watch on ESPN2. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Live weekday morning starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN2. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Keyshawn, J. Willemax, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 80, ESPN. You were presented by Progressive Insurance. So by the way, you can sad. join us on the Dr. Pepper call line. Who's the MVP? Mahomes or Hertz? Key said that that race is over. It's Mahomes. No one can catch him. A lot of people think Hertz maybe has caught him already. And I have another guy in mind. And by the way, Orlovsky brought up Joe Burrow. I don't agree, but I love Joe Burrow. But there's another guy who gets hot and could be in that conversation. 888-SAY-ESPN. Right now, is it Mahomes or Hurts? Which team left week 14 with more questions than answers? Harry Douglas, who was in for Key and Jay today. Who's your team? I'm going to go with the Minnesota Vikings. Um, I think it's more so predicated on their defense and how they def- their defense has been non-existent. This might be one of the worst three lost teams I've ever seen because their defense, uh, they're 32nd versus the pass. Um, they're last in total defense. They're 20, I think 25th in points allowed, and they're allowing right now 24.1 points per game. And I've, I honestly feel that the Minnesota Vikings, when, you get, when it gets to playoff time, that they're going to be one and done. Well, their points, their point differential – which when you, like wins and losses is the most important thing, right? Yeah. But point differential gives you a pretty good indicator of what they are underneath it all, right? Like yep. by at this point in the season, how many points have they scored all together versus how many have they given up? Now, that doesn't mean just because you've scored as many as you've given up, you should be 500 because some teams are better under pressure, et cetera. Yep. But usually that means you're about a 500-ish team. They've given up, they've scored 312 points, Harry, the Vikings have. They've given up 313. 
Unbelievable. So they've given up one point more than they've scored. That's a 500-ish. Usually a 500-ish team gets a little lucky or is good under pressure with high leverage moments. Instead of being at this point, they're 13 games. So instead of being six and seven or seven and six, they're nine wins, right? This is a 10. Like, that's if they get lucky. This is a 10-win team. They're 10 and three. They're way better than their underlying numbers say they ought to be. Well, I give them a lot of credit because they are 9-0 in one-score games, and that was the dark cloud, the Achilles heel of their team last year. This is a team I thought should have made the playoffs a year ago, but those close games that they're winning this year, they didn't win a year ago. But defensively, you talk about the the playoffs is coming up because this team is going to make the playoffs. They're going to host a playoff game because they're going to win their division. You can't be giving up all those points against a playoff and opponent. That, that's not going to fly like the that. The other thing is, uh, Kirk Cousins really has grown on me through the years. Like, I went from thinking, that's an empty calorie stat guy. Uh, he's not a winner and all this. And by the I, I was watching him when he was played in Washington. It was like, if you need, if it's third and eight, he'll get you six. You know, like yeah. one of these guys. So the numbers look good, but in those leverage moments, he's not coming through. And... I think he's and he always lost in prime time. The bigger the stakes, I thought the worse he played. He's turned that corner. You know. By the way, I was I was asking about Steph Curry in the NBA. Is he going to be his normal self in the finals ever? Right? Like, yeah. can he elevate even? And now he's done that. Right? It takes some guys longer than others to get there. Some guys never get there. But even that said, the reason I usually have him rated a little lower than other people, like some we had someone on talking about Kirk Cousins, a top ten quarterback. I don't think so. Now think about these different teams and what they're going into the playoffs with. The real reason you're not as high on the Vikings is because you think they have a disadvantage at quarterback. When you look at these other powerhouse teams and their quarterbacks, you go, boy, Jalen Hurts, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, right? Like these guys are different kinds of quarterbacks. Different breeds, man. Different breed than Kirk Cousins, who's like a solid mid-pack quarterback or maybe a tick above. So which team left week 14 with more questions than answers? To me, it's the Miami Dolphins. Mm. The question is, has the league figured out what Mike McDaniel's doing with those speedy receivers and Tua? And we don't know. Listen, it's a road trip. It's hard. They played some good teams. The Chargers, well, the Chargers were all banged up in the secondary. I don't look at that so much, Harry, as I eyeball how they actually play. The secondary played extremely well for the Chargers yesterday extremely well from the very beginning of the game. So those were guys stepping up more than, oh, you should be able to beat guys on the bench. If the guys on the bench are playing out of their minds, good for them, well, right? Then they also have guys that are long and rangy, right? Um, they can get hands on the little guys. And then Asante Samuel Jr., it's funny because I'm, I'm talking about him right now. I played with his father in Atlanta. It's one of my, it's one of my guys. And he he's one of those corners that are maybe – I won't say undersized, but a little smaller than other than other corners. So the the quickness and being able to keep up with certain guys that are shorter and smaller wide receiver-wise, he can do those things very, very well, more so as a bigger corner can, right? And, and I just look at the Miami Dolphins, and they're so dependent on Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle to the point to where the run game has been non-effective, and I think that hurt the, this football team the last two games against the uh, San Francisco 49ers and the Los Angeles Chargers, because coming into this game, you look at the Chargers, the Chargers haven't been, haven't been phenomenal in stopping the run, and they should have been able to run all over that defense, but you know, they you, stepped up last night. You hear coordinators talk about this sometimes, like the reason it's important to run the ball is because it puts the offensive line 
in a more aggressive mind set, right? Yep. Like their mentality becomes more aggressive when they're blocking for the run. And so that makes them a better offensive line, right? Versus because, because when, you're, when you're protecting the passer, you're kind of being attacked instead of doing the attacking. And maybe there is too much of that. Maybe they need to mix in more of you know, what you'd expect from Mike McDaniel like with the run game so that the O-line, you know, does it so, so that like it allows them to be the best version of themselves. And I will also say this, and this is one thing I'm not going to let slip through the cracks because I know this, this, this offense, this is Mike McDaniel's first year in this offense, right? And normally this offense takes, you know, two years to start hitting his strides and for guys to really get the concepts and understand what, uh, the offensive coordinator and what the head coach is actually trying to do. And I say that because I know a guy, Matt Ryan, who played in this offense with Kyle Shanahan in Atlanta. And me and him will have conversations about, you know, him trying to understand and get a better grasp of exactly what you want to do and what Kyle was trying to do within that offense. Um, I also know Arthur Smith, who's coaching this offense with the Atlanta Falcons. Last year, you you know you you were building and setting the stones, um, setting things in stone. This year, the run game is much much better. But the history of this offense is predicated off the run game. Key wanted to see. He'll be back tomorrow with Jay Harry Douglas filling in for Key and Jay here on Keyshawn J Will Max ESPN Radio. Key wanted to see how, if this offense was portable. Because he wants to see for them. And by the way, next week they go to Buffalo. Is it portable? Can you beat a team like the Niners on the road? Can you beat a team like the Chargers on the road? The answer for the Dolphins so far is no. It's a big no, too. It's a big no. So now you're left with the question. Has the league figured them out? Is it time to pump the brakes on all the Tua love? Plus, are the Eagles hands down the best team in the NFL? Keyshawn, J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. Listen to Keyshawn, J. Willemax live. Everywhere you are, download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are.